0: Welcome to episode 253 of Manage the Wild. I'm your host, Nick Madsen. Today was a fun day. We went out and did helicopter captures where uh, crews were hired to go out and they would net gun mule deer and then they would sling them back to our location where we'd perform checks on them. So normally, uh, this time of year, you'd see helicopters going around doing population surveys uh, as more snow starts to accumulate, animals are easier to see, and so you kind of get start to get a feel of what's on the landscape. But instead today, we did helicopter captures. Uh, there's a couple of things going on. Uh, we went out and collared a bunch of what they call naked deer, and they're looking for does. Uh, they were also catching a few fawns, putting some collars on them, and the collars are GPS collars, and it just helps you track the the animal. Give you data about location, um, what type of habitat they're using, their different migration routes, and just an overall better understanding. And then the ones with the collars, you can catch multiple years in a row and you can start to monitor how that deer is doing. Also, it's going to give you some population, uh, different population data on like survival trends or whatnot. So as they go into winter and they start to die off, and you have all these animals collared, it starts to give you a better understanding of how your population's doing. coming out. We did some health assessments. We did overall body measurements, body weight. We start checking the animal over. How are they looking with uh, their parasite loads, ticks, and whatnot, and start looking into the fat data. And the fat data is the one that uh, we're kind of interested in. It helps us understand how these animals are going into winter right now and what they're going to look like in March when they're recaptured again, give us a better understanding of what they're looking at. There were some deer that were super fat, 24 mils, uh, millimeters of fat, which is really fat. And then others where you're talking like five or six. And so I was talking to uh, the different biologists about the things that we were looking at. And I was kind of always under the impression, if you have a a deer, a mule deer, that has 8 millimeters of fat, uh, that's, that's fairly decent going into the winter. Obviously, you want to be above 10, 12. The fatter the deer is, the better it's going to go through winter. But the one thing that the biologist said that I'd never really thought of before is not all 8 millimeters of fat are equal. If you have a doe that is 8 millimeters of fat that is still lactating, then that's a pretty healthy dough because some of that nutrients is going to the lactation versus a mule deer that is just 8 millimeters of fat and it's not lactating. Obviously, you're going to have an animal that's less healthy. If it's not lactating, it means it doesn't have a fawn and it isn't providing nutrients for something else. And so there's something else going on with that mule deer, whether it's uh, got some disease or something, or it's been in bad um, habitat conditions, or it was an overall smaller deer and it's just taking time to catch up. There's a whole lot of things that we can start looking into with the the GPS collars, allowing us to track this animal if it survives winter for multiple years. Uh, People often get, as well, get frustrated that we use helicopters this time of year. You're saying not to stress the deer, be it you're flying in doing helicopter captures. One of the things is helicopter captures are a little bit more efficient, and they can capture um, mule deer on rugged terrain that would be difficult for biologists to do it on the ground. Uh, it It minimizes stress using helicopters versus uh, chemical immobilization chemicals can often be very harmful to mule deer. Whether you're if you're going to go in and dart them, it slows down their respiration and it can cause lasting effects on the mule deer. And so, by using helicopters, it the process is pretty quick versus what drugs would be. And you could go in, capture the animal. If they're doing fawns, they're releasing them on site, just capturing the data. But if they are um, Slinging them back to the areas that we're doing our assessments, the overall process isn't more than about 15 minutes versus if you drug them, it's going to take, you know, five to 10 minutes for them to drop. And then you're going to go in and you're going to do another 15 minutes of all your data. And then you're going to reverse the drugs and release them. And then it's going to take time for that drug to wear off. And so the overall effects are just a lot longer also it allows for a lot of flexibility depending on what data you're looking for during these captures uh, you can go in and you can fly biologists in you can do them in the location or if if you know that everything's going to be fairly close you can sling them back and so there's quite a bit of uh, flexibility doing helicopter captures also the fex we're only affecting a few deer versus if you were out there on snowmobiles just racing around the train, you're going to be pushing these deer all over the place, affecting multiple deer. And so we're just going in chasing a very few select animals. Um, it is important, though, that they capture, and these, these uh, companies that are hired are, are very professional, but it is important to go in and capture an animal as quickly as possible to reduce the different effects because there are some negative effects of doing captures. But overall, today was a pretty quick day. Uh, we did, we got done at the one side. We were moving to the next location when the helicopter had an oil leak, and so we ended up having to cancel. Uh, they'll pick up tomorrow and continue doing captures tomorrow. But it was overall a fun day. So. Hope you guys have a a great day. Stay wild.